if that boy starts crying, he getting eighty sixth. No. He getting eighty six. He get eighty six, my baby. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, you booped him on the nose. Did you get booped? Dink, 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 dink. I want a high five. Welcome back to the Jenny Jane Podcast. Another one. Another one. Another one. Good. Thank you. We are back with another episode. Uh, we just finished playing HQ Trivia to follow up on last week, like just now. By yeah. the way, the comments are always flooded with dang, 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 yeah. dang. Ever since we talked about the podcast, you guys are the best. So many dinks in the chat in HQ. But I got to Q9, and I'm really proud of that. It's a new record. New record. Did you ever play Mario Party? New yeah. record. New record. <laughs> what is your code in case people want a free life? What? Do you not I know don't... your thing? No. Oh, mine is Julian Solo. So, but people have given me free lives. I think I they like know 12. your name. What's your name on the app? I think I that's, think it's Jenna Marbles. That's it. People, I think that's I'll it because it defaults to that. But regardless, I have a bunch of free lives. I think you guys have been giving me lives. I was just so excited because when I signed up, it was like the first time in years that I signed up for a new thing, and somebody, some little troll, didn't take Jenna Marbles. Yeah, we were pretty yeah, early Jenna to Marbles. it. We were like only a couple episodes or a couple games in, I think. This episode of the Jenny Jane Podcast is brought to you by Wink. Trywink.com slash Jenna Julian. It's a service that gives you wine delivered to your door. Guys, delicious wine customized for your mouth. I could go for some Wink right now. I could go for some Wink. Hold on. Listen to this. I'm not going to listen to that. Trywink.com slash Jenna Julian. You get 20 bucks off your first order. Uh, You take the palate profile quiz. They gather information about your palate specific to you, and then they send you wine that they know you'll like. They're experts. It's awesome. Also brought to you by... That is so gross. That is so fucking gross. Get it out of here. Lyft.com slash Jenna Julian. Lyft, guys, it's a great way to make some money, whether on the side or if you need a job. You choose your own hours. And right now, if you go to Lyft.com, that's L-Y-F-T.com slash Jenna Julian, you get a $500 new driver bonus. Uh, keep You keep all the tips. Uh, Lyft is one of the, the best. It's the best ride-sharing platform out there. Okay? And they need drivers. And ding fam. If you want to drive for lifts, I suggest you do that because it's an awesome opportunity. The mic is going to stay as far this no. far away until he's done licking. Stay his here. foot's shivering. And she's chewing on something. What is that? Peachy, what's in your Peach, mouth? Peach, What is that? Oh, it's from her bone. Oh, she like pulled off a whole strip of it. Gross. You need Jesus. No, he needs Jesus. No, we, we just got back from Portugal like a couple nights ago. Literally, not last night, but the night before. So we're, like, still pretty jet-lagged and, like, out of it. And me and Cormie have been inseparable since I got home. He just wants to be with his mommy. He's been crying so loud. Like, kind of nonstop. Yeah, because he just, like, if, if there's a lull in attention, he just needs some. That's ridiculous. He missed us. I love my baby. I missed you so much. We need to be with each other, and he needs to lick his mommy. Lick me more. No, 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 no. Do not encourage it. I will lick not me. allow it. Lick me more. Lick me. You're even weirding him out. <laughs> what? No. Anyway, what did you think of Portugal? Because we just went to Lisbon for five days, and like you said, we're pretty jet lag. Like, last night, I was laying in bed. It's weird, because I'm like... I'm. Pretty okay for most of the day. I'm kind of tired, 
but I get in bed and I feel like a, like a ton of bricks just hit me in the head and yeah. I feel like I ran 10 miles. It's the weirdest feeling. I just feel like completely exhausted. Yeah. I just felt like so hungry because we didn't like nothing against Portugal at all, but it is not the like semi vegan friendly, but like really not that gluten free friendly. Like we couldn't yeah. find a lot of stuff to eat. So when we got home, I was exhausted, like in the middle of the day, Saturday when we woke up, Yeah, had a hard time falling asleep Friday when we got, we got back at like 11 PM Friday night or something. So that was a weird got home at midnight. <laughs> yeah. Midnight. Yeah. That was a weird night for sleeping. And then Saturday it was like, Okay, then exhausted at 3 p.m. and then couldn't sleep at like 2 a.m. I know. And uh, I've just been so hungry because we didn't have like enough calories like this week, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you leaving me, please? No, don't leave my sandwich. Get out of here, boy. But this morning I did wake up and Julian had on his Christmas pants. So I was like, I'm going to one-up you and put on a whole Christmas outfit. I know. I'm so festive already. I, like, love that we're already at this part of the year. Yeah. It's I mean, exciting. I feel like I'm falling victim to the every year you just get more and more excited more earlier more and earlier. And I feel kind of stupid, but I also don't care. Who cares, dude? It's fucking fun. Let's put up the Christmas tree tonight. I don't care. I read a, like a stupid Twitter moments that was like all the people in the UK like get so excited early about Christmas, which I never even thought about because after Halloween, which they don't really super care about, they don't have no a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it's like the only thing to look forward to. I get it now. I get I why Zoella is selling me Christmas things mid-October through December. I get it now. I just never thought about it because I'm dumb. Yeah. Speaking of Zoella, you did a panel with Alfie. Yeah, I did. At uh, Web Summit. How was that for you? Because that was like, for me watching that, it was, it was really cool. It was a proud moment, but it was also very interesting, uh, that sort of platform with all these professionals in the tech and business world yeah. gather in Portugal and you're on the stage in the arena, not like a, a little yeah, venue. A like this thing. is like a concert, a concert sized arena that you were speaking on. What was that like? Um, I mean, it was a little weird. It honestly, I've done a couple things like that where it's very corporate in a way. Um, the last one, which was, I want to say 2014 or 15 or something when we must have been 14 when we announced my Sirius XM show at VidCon with Susan, with Susan Wojnicki, Wojnicki, who I swear on my life used to have an N in her name. I swear Mandela effect. I swear. And then I looked at her Twitter and I was like, where's the N in your name? Whatever. So I did. It was uh Back when VidCon used to be Thursday was business day, Friday was VidCon, Saturday was VidCon, Sunday was like people go to Disneyland, but also VidCon. And now it's like, even last year, it fucking, the, the like opening show was on a Wednesday. And yeah. I'm like editing my video and they're like, watch, watch VidCon live. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not fucking there yet. Since when does VidCon start on a Wednesday? Anyways, this was back when <laughs> Thursday was strictly a business day. So I was there a day early to announce on stage. Stage because although, uh, you know, it was a YouTube and SiriusXM collaboration, I'm still waiting for YouTube to, like, maybe pretend like it exists for the last three years. Hello, I'm doing a fucking YouTube-themed radio show over here on SiriusXM for the last, like, three years. Hello. I mean, they did make a big deal about it. You'd think that they would have been the, it. And then it just, it like, It also seems like they after. should promote it. Like, it's a mutually beneficial thing, but no. Well, it's really great. I like it a lot. Anyways... So I went up on stage and it, it's it was even more like 
it's supposed to be like a fun, happy, exciting environment. It's VidCon. Yay. Like people are announcing lots of new, cool, fun, exciting things. So we walk into, it was not nearly the same size crowd, like maybe half that size crowd yeah. or less. And Susan, bless her, had on a beautiful dress and was just doing her best. I think she had just become CEO. It was, she was it very was like, recently she was, yeah, appointed uh, as CEO. It's not like she wasn't, obviously, she'd been there. It was her first job ever, actually. <laughs> she, Imagine yeah. someone goes from unemployed to just like CEO. Yeah. So she's up on stage. You could tell she was kind of nervous. And I just kept being like, yeah, how's it going, Susan? You look so nice today. I remember because you had me vlogging for you for yeah. that. And I was, I remember you said, you said something along the lines of, like, damn, Susan, you're looking nice <laughs> yeah. tonight. And she was like, thank you. Yeah, she really got real flustered. I was trying to just, like, loosen her up a little, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's just that weird crowd environment where it's like. So it reminded you of that. Yeah. Or, like, remember when we were in Japan? And I had a wonderful time in Japan. But, like, there was a language barrier. So most of the people in the audience were actually listening to someone verbally translate what I was saying, but they are also super respectful and quiet during mm -hmm. our entire like Q&A panel type of thing. But it's like whenever you're in a room full of people, but like no matter what you say, there's like absolutely no reaction. You're yeah. like sick, dude. So it was a little bit like that, but I think most of that was because clearly when we looked at like the panel of people, we were there to sort of like lighten the mood on purpose. You know, it's like these very serious tech CEOs. You have politicians from all over the world, just like a, a slew yeah, of Yeah, you everybody. guys followed an interview with like one of the heads of Google Europe. Yeah. So, and that conversation was very serious and informative. So. It was a good conversation. So, like the lack of the lack of response from the, the crowd, did like did that like just feel weird, or did you expect it? I expected it, and in that way, it also it feels less of like like you can just sit there and talk, which is nice. It's a yeah. relief. You, you don't feel have maybe to like, more heard. Totally. And you don't have to perform or like make sure anybody's like being lively. Whereas if you if you're in front of a crowd of like, you know, when we do a school appearance and people are excited and, yeah. you know, they can yell things out or ask questions or whatever they want. There's no rules. Um, it's been a minute since I've had a crowd engagement where it's everyone sitting politely and just listening to yeah. what you have to say. Well, it, it felt to me, um, cause I'm a big fan of Olympic weightlifting and I watched in the Olympics and I also watched like, you know, qualifiers and stuff. And it reminded me of that because those are always in a giant arena, but the stage is so tiny <laughs> and there's always such a little golf clap. Yeah. And it's, like, so respectful it was like and that. very European, I guess, because, you know, there's, like, a ton of different countries, you yeah. know, there. And that's what it felt like because it was, like, you would say something or Alfie would say something or the interviewer would ask something and you would talk about something. And if there was a need for it, there would be, like, a little bit of a clap or a little bit of a noise. And right. then at the end, it was, like, a very respectful, like, right. response. But it, it it was definitely new and it was cool. It was cool because I did feel like you guys got to talk. Yeah, and it's like, just a different environment Yeah, that's conducive to you speaking and being heard and the lack of interaction with the crowd doesn't necessarily mean that people aren't enjoying what's being said you know yeah whereas like sometimes in in our what we do for a living is like if there's no response it's bad but in that situation it's not bad well, yeah, but it that, is different and i think it's good that you were able to separate like the fact that maybe it just 
because there wasn't screams and laughs, that doesn't necessarily mean it was like a bad thing. Like you oh, were no, able to adjust no, or no, acclimate yourself. I, I know that. No, I know. I'm just, I'm telling you that I thought it was impressive that you were able to stay dialed in regardless of like the different sort of environment because well, it felt like, you know, it could someone who's used to doing college appearances and VidCon and whatnot would have easily been like, I don't know, maybe doubting themselves when they got there and there's like no, there's no yelling or whatever. It's not the yelling. It's the like they're even the when laughing, you walk whatever. out. Of, they're like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Alfie Days and Jenna Marbles, and he's just like, yeah, and you're like, like that could wow, throw a lot of people there's off. There's literally like six thousand people in that room. How many people were in there? There was probably way more than six thousand. I could don't hold know, like like fifty, sixty. But they're arena. all just like sitting there. Like even even when we got there and we we're in like the backstage like speakers prep area or whatever. I just, like, looked around. Like, I was wearing a sparkly sequin sweater. It was super cute. But it's, like, something I would wear, you know, to be covered up and but also a little formal. But, like, also I'm here to sparkle and have a good time. And every single person that we were around is in this just, like, very business look. Student all tried. black. All navy blue. Blazer. Everybody's wearing a blazer. Everyone's wearing, like, everyone looked exactly the same. And, like, being very quiet. There's, like, food. Everyone's being, like... So corporate. And I literally, I just wanted to do a cartwheel through that room so bad. She'd be like, woo! <laughs> it didn't seem like anybody was having, like, a lively good time, which probably means at night those people go fucking nuts. Man. Yeah, that's what we were talking about while we were there. It's like everyone's so straight-laced that you know that crazy shit goes down at it those parties at night. It gets fucking nuts at night. The ties get loosened up, the liquor gets flowing, <laughs> and the mistakes get made. You know it. I do know it. But uh, it was a it was a really good experience, and being in Portugal was like fucking magical. It's one of the most beautiful places I think we've ever been, and every person that we met, literally this this was their first like response. It was like, "Hi, how are you? It's so exciting to meet you. How are you enjoying Portugal? Yeah, have you been to this place? Do you guys need a good place to eat or like this? Like." Even our, our Uber drivers, our cab drivers, they, they were all, all like tour guides. They all were every time we passed by a building, they would tell us everything about it. Yeah. They would tell us the style it was, like who built it, like when it's from in different parts of town. It was it was very much like everyone there was really proud of Portugal and wanted us to love Portugal as much as they love Portugal. Yeah. Which was really special. Yeah. It was very cool. Everyone was very nice. Um I can't get over how beautiful that city is. It's ridiculous. The houses, the colors of the houses, just the whole entire aesthetic of the city. Yeah. Um, it was lovely. Surprisingly beautiful for me. Yeah. And I expected a good-looking city, but it blew me out of the water. It was so nice. And thank you for taking me on that trip with you. That was fun. Yeah, thanks for going. You're the best. But we're definitely jet-lagged. We had to eat some pizza to make up for our lack of good eats. Mm. We did find some good vegan gluten-free stuff. There was like one bakery near us that had some treats that we could have, but they really only had like this sugary like donut thing and then croissants. And like you can't really survive off of that. Otherwise you like Yeah, you need something you on your croissant. Yeah. yeah. But no, it was like and then the um Torre de Bellum was cool. Yeah, it was cool. And the tuk tuk. Which you love. Oh, fucking A, man. What's with you guys? Everywhere we go where there's like tuk tuks, you guys always want to take a tuk tuk. It's fun. It makes me crazy. It just You need to just like enjoy that though. I did for a little bit and then he got lost and we were on that thing for like 45 minutes. Like 25. 30. 27. 
27 minutes. Deal. And it was freezing. And I had eyelashes yeah, on. but it was fun. You just went tuk tuk. You took in I was in the middle. Yeah, so what's wrong with you? It was terrifying. We went on the highway. He drove a little too fast a couple points, but it was still really fun. And I'm I'm Define fun. Fun. Um You're going you're driving with other real vehicles <laughs> at full speeds. Um you're on a three wheeler. It's a beautiful sunset. You're in a foreign city. Is that enough? Or I, it, like it felt like we were drifting every yeah, time there, we there, turned. There the were corner. a couple iffy turns and and maneuvers, but I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta get your freak on and took the. Oh my god, I hate you so much. I really, I didn't want to go on the tuk tuk. I got talked into it, and I didn't like any minute of it. I didn't. I didn't like it. But he got lost, and then we had to go all the way back to where we came from, and then go back again. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Julian. You're welcome. You're you're welcome. <laughs> I paid for that took. Imagine how much that took took could have made if it was a Lyft driver, though. <sighs> like so much, and the tip would have been off the charts because just... such a fun ride. And that's what you can do right now if you become a Lyft driver. You go to lyft.com/slash Jen and Julian. You get a $500 new driver bonus, and you get a new job. Okay, you're gonna sign up for Lyft as a driver. You literally turn your car into the workplace. You clock in when you want to clock in. You go to work. You pick people up. You just <laughs> kangaroo kick me? You can't kangaroo kick me. Yes, I can. I'm reading a sponsor. And thank you, Lyft. This has nothing to do with you. Lyft, and everything you. to do with you. <laughs> you were the one who said, let's go on a tuk-tuk. <laughs> kangaroo kick me. Oh, man. Sorry about that, guys. Just trying to talk about the, the best ride-sharing platform out there. You earn 100% of the tips that you make on your rides. They they add up. Over $200 million have been earned since the tips were introduced into the app. They have color-coded amp signs. So when you're driving your Lyft and your customer's waiting right there, they see your color, and it's easy to, to connect. And, and connect is what you'll be doing with a Lyft because – Lyft drivers are known for being nice and personable and having interactions. I take lifts all the time and I enjoy talking to the drivers and having them be wonderful. And it's a great experience. And if you're driving for Lyft, the, my opinion, the greatest part is that you make your own hours. You can clock in whenever you want, turn it into driver mode, make a couple bucks, make some tips, and then head on with your day, whatever you're doing. It's a great gig and you get a $500 new driver bonus when you go to lyft.com. That's lyft.com slash Jenna Julian. You won't be sorry. Okay, join the ride-sharing platform that treats their drivers right. Also, Wink, guys, what a great service that is. I mean, think about it. If you're like us and you want to just chill on an entire Sunday or an entire Saturday or an entire Monday or whatever day you have off and you want wine, but you don't want to go anywhere or see anyone, just go to Wink. They literally get the exact type of wine scientifically engineered for your mouth. You take a palate profile quiz. It's very easy. Couple questions online. You go to trywink.com. That's T R Y W I N C dot com slash Jenna Julian. You get twenty dollars off your first order. So you take the profile palate profile quiz. They then save that information. So they're like, "Do you like dark chocolate?" And you're like, "Yes." And they're like, "Okay, that's factored into our decision to what wine we're going to give you." And uh, so. They send you wine. They send you wine that is selected from their team of experts who know wine, unlike me and probably most people who go to the store and pick the, the cool-looking label. doesn't really work out that well for me. So you go to Wink, all right? They send you the, right to your front door, 
and it's an awesome service and you're going to enjoy it. It's an awesome thing. Thank you, Wink. Thank you, sponsors. Why are you looking at me like that? What did I do? Really? Really? You don't know what you did? No. Um, don't ever don't, talk to me or my son again. I, I wasn't going to talk to your son, okay? He's not even looking at me. <laughs> He's being very standoffish. Don't talk to that son either. All right, so... That son has a Christmas shirt on, too. He's very handsome. So um, what we are, we are going to do now is, um, spoiler alert, if you have not watched Stranger Things 2, we are going to talk about it. So now is your moment that you have to turn off the podcast if you do not want to be spoiled. We are definitely going to be giving some spoilers because we're going to be answering some discussion questions that I gathered from a website, Business Insider. They had an article about it. Hey, could you not do that? That's like really annoying. <gasps> Don't do that to my foot. Oh, you did it. You're the one who showed me that. He slapped the bottom of my foot. We used to do that in softball. Is like. Wouldn't that hurt your hands with the cleats? No. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Okay. No, no, like as a, my friend started it because she thought it was so funny. But then we started doing it year after year on our spring training trip. We would convince people to face their fears and let someone slap the bottom of their scary, foot. It's scary, though. It, it feels terrifying if you've never had it done to you before. Nah. You're like, I'm going to slap the bottom of your foot as hard as I can. And it feels so scary. And then when someone does it, you realize it really doesn't, it doesn't hurt, hurt that bad. It doesn't hurt. Imagine getting this part tattooed, like. Zzzz. Ow! Don't do that. That would hurt, right? Wouldn't that hurt? Don't do that. We're not talking about tattoos. You sick? Stop it! Stop tattooing my foot. How fast would that rub off? In two seconds. All right, all right. We're talking about Stranger Things too. Can you put the Doge down? No. All right. He wants to sit with me. I'm his mommy. Don't ever talk to me or my son again. Okay, so we have some discussion questions. So if you've seen Stranger Things too, or you don't care about being spoiled. Sit with us and answer these questions with us in the comments or in your brain or on Twitter. Um, okay. So we're going to start from the top. Okay. We're just going to go through these questions. I'm ready. Can the shadow monster break the gate between the upside down and the real world? I say yes. Because the how, dart, how, dart, dart. Well, the dart, dart is an, an extension of shadow monster. Yes, but that's an example of the shadow monster breaking the extension between the upside down and the real world. Dart existed in the real world. But it could have been because of... Well, because Dart didn't Dart emanate from being inside Will's body? I don't know. Remember when he coughed it up at the end of season one? Oh, yeah, that was gross. Was that Dart? I don't know. Maybe it was Dart. I feel like that was Dart. But even still, he crossed into the <laughs> real world. I feel like people in the comments are going to get like... You guys don't know the, 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 the whatever blah blah blah. Come on, we're just doing our best here, guys. Come on. No, they're not. Don't gonna, ream into us too much. Don't be don't be Stranger Things purists. Okay, we're just having a conversation here, but I don't think they're gonna well, <laughs> elitists. We can, no, well, it's just. I mean, obviously, I think they can break the 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 gap because either either they're capable of breaking the gap, or once the gap has been broken at all by like any human, then anyone then can. anyone can yeah right. That's what I think. All right. Well, I think that's Because Dart existed in the real world, which means that others could if they could find, like, if you think about it, like, so they're able to dig into the tunnels 
And they can go exist in the tunnels, like, light it on fire and shit like that. They Like, even in season one, they found in a tree they could go and mm-hmm. climb through to the other side. Yeah. That, in theory, that could go both ways since the people had gone back from the upside down into the real world again. Mm-hmm. So maybe they could just cross through the gate and exist in the real world. Or even in the lab where they're all the... Demodogs are running around. I was yeah, I was surprised how how quickly and conveniently they accessed the upside down in season two. Yeah, everyone was just like, oh, I'm gonna hop in for a little bit and go fucking exploring or whatever. Yeah, whereas that was the entire premise of season yeah. one is that someone got stuck. In yeah, there. whatever. But I so I guess the question in more specifically is, can the shadow monster transition into into the real world? Is that the question? I say in theory, yes. That's a good question. Yeah. If the gate is big enough, If the gate's big enough. At the end, the gate was pretty big when Eleven was closing it, but the shadow monster is fucking massive. Yeah. Which also... But he also looks very flexible, so... That's true. Maybe just his leg can fit through, and then a little bit it gets bigger so he can wiggle his um, cylindrical-shaped body through it, too. You know, like an octopus. Like an octopus. They can fit in small spaces, and they're very smart and clever. Octopi. Mm-hmm. Anyway, will <laughs> the next question is, um, will the Upside Down slash Shadow Monsters ever affect people outside of Hawkins? And do why is no one outside of the town knowing about it? Yeah, see, that was my thing. So I, I realized that a lot of people were angrily tweeting on Twitter, like, stop, stop talking about Stranger Things potholes and, like, just enjoy it. Like, shut up. Like that when they were doing that whole thing towards like the climax of season two, yeah. I was like, why don't they get in a fucking car, gather all of them together, go get a hotel and stay somewhere outside of Hawkins? Like chill for a little bit, fam. Fucking relax until eleven comes around. Get Shit. out of here with that logic. Just leave though. a little. Yeah, but you have to – I mean, I think I understand both sides of that argument. You have to kind of like buy into it a little bit. Yeah, totally. But – um. I do think that, in theory, again, that it can all exist outside of Hawkins. Well, season three... It just is, started in Hawkins. Yeah, and season three is definitely going to expand this whole story past Hawkins because of all the news tapes that were sent out and the fact that the spotlight was on the, like it said, five months later or whatever. Yeah. But still, like, I'd be interested to see how far they take it because you don't want the show to get goofy. Like, that's kind of what happened to Heroes. Yeah, is it? I never yeah, saw. Yeah, I feel like it is because it just they expanded it too much, and then it was no the longer. The whole world intimate. is now yeah. fighting the. Yeah, then it yeah. just becomes too big to control. Or, well, yeah, or then it's not your lovely group of you know preteens and pre-teens. teenage yeah. kids fighting. Then, a, yeah, then Hawkins isn't Hawkins. It's just like the world against the monsters, which is every story ever. Yeah, true. But um, I also. Well, it also it becomes like more and more far fetched that our beloved characters would have anything to do with the demise of the evil premise. Yeah, you know. But I also, while on the topic of Hawkins and like the time period, I just want like I'm such a fucking fan of this show, and like I think they do such an incredible job with like everything that goes into portraying this this town in this time, like the '80s, the the costume design is amazing. Like, the wardrobe is so fucking on point. The music is so fucking on point. I'm, like, such a big fan of, like, visually and everything else. Like, the show's so good. I'm just a huge fan. Just wanted to say that. In case you thought I hated it. <laughs> um, is, is there anyone uh, left to go hunting for Eleven? Like, is Dr. Brenner alive or dead? Or if he's dead, is there anyone else? Is that, that would... Papa? Papa. 
Yeah, but I think Papa's alive. I think Papa's definitely alive. Like, w- what else would the purpose be if he was dead? Well, if he was dead, they, they yeah, it's like, what are they going to wait till season, like, season two, he's nowhere, and then season three, they're just like, oh, yeah, by the way, he's dead. Like, no, yeah. he's definitely coming back. Yeah, I think he's coming back. And is he going to try to get Eleven back? Or, and can he put up a fight? Like, she's at an all-time high with her powers. Mm-hmm. She connected with her sister. Mm-hmm. There could be many more of them, right? Are there more of them? Yeah, well, if she's eight and 11's 11, there's probably a 12 and a 13 and a or seven and a four. Or they had a, a weird little math formula that got them, those are the only two numbers. <laughs> True. It's possible. It's possible. By the way, I really liked um, that girl's character. Yeah, me too. And I also liked that she had different powers. Like, so what are the other powers? Are they, like, since eight's powers are, you know, she can make people see things, or think them or believe them. And 11s are very, they're a lot more powerful. They're kinetic. They're more physical, yeah. She can move things. She has telekinesis and fucking, she can see things. Like, would her successor, like hey, a. Peach. She's licking our plates. She's would like a, a 12 plates. or a 13, what the fuck are their powers? Yeah. I think they all obviously center around the mind. Mm hmm. Be cool to know, like, what those are, though. But then again, like, I feel like that needs to be treaded lightly because if they go too crazy then it's just the x-men right yeah so if so she's like jean gray or whatever and then you have another person that comes in and is magneto oh fuck yeah then you do have the x-men you just got to be careful it's a fine line you're walking with this well even the the group of characters around eight were a little like cliche all right guys yeah i agree come on like don't make it cheesy like you're taking it is turning it into every other superhero thing and not like what we fell in love with the show for, which was... And I think... I don't want to let you finish that sentence. Well, we loved it because it was a group of kids that were, you know, doing the impossible together by being giant nerds and adorably lovely and amazing. Yeah. And now you've turned it into a riff-raff crew of people who have wronged them, ditched by society, out to avenge people and kill them. And I'm proud of Eleven for not joining that, but like... We've seen that band of characters before. Yeah, and I believe that there was some criticism. I think that was episode seven. I believe there was some criticism of that episode because mainly of that. And I, I completely understand it that. Was and I, I, I relate to that that point of criticism where it's like the group was was, was over very the top. very over the top, a little cliche, and also like unnecessary to the to the storyline. Like you could have had totally. Eleven go on this tangent by herself with this journey, meeting her sister and whatnot, without any of that. Totally. It could have just been like two girls or whatever. Um, But I will say that the rest of episode seven and the fact that it was sort of an 11 episode, Mm -hmm. I didn't mind that. I kind of liked that it was like her own isolated little side story, if you will, within the bigger plot. And I enjoyed it because it gave it gave me um, a little more than just 11 saving the rest of the kids asses and Hawkins over and over. Yeah. Right. Because that that gets old. But I, I also feel like someday when we look back on Stranger Things, We'll see season two is this like exhausting. All right, get eleven back together with the cast already. Season, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, because in my opinion, if the, if she didn't go on that journey, she would have just like nullified all the problems that were they were having in Hawkins. Yeah, there wouldn't have been really any conflict because eleven could have been there preventing it all the whole time. Yeah, and it wouldn't have led to that beautiful moment of of Mike and eleven meeting each other again at the end. And, True, him adopting her and all yeah, of that. Yeah. But it was also, I was confused. Obviously, Eleven was going to live after season one. But, like, 
Did they really clarify that she didn't just like shatter into a billion pieces? No, from- I was I was on the fence. I didn't know what was going on leading into season two. I mean, obviously she's still in it because you see her doing all the press or the show and shit. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. She's not gone. And did we really get justice for Barb though? Did we really? Mm, not really though, because they <laughs> they had the fake the funeral, but it was still a fake reason. And can Eleven though- be nice to Max already? We don't need all this girl-on-girl girl no, hate. No, I like it. I like that strife. Bitch. I, I do not. I was I like, like be sh- nice to Max. Oh, my God. She appeared to visit Mike to see what he was up to, and he's in the gym with some mm-hmm. girl. I, Eleven. I Eleven, don't blame her. Eleven is petty.com. Eleven I'm is here petty. For, I'm here for Eleven's pettiness. Eleven is petty.com. That's why I'm here she's for her. She's a petty bitch. Don't call her a bitch. Okay. She's a petty, petty, petty. Yeah, okay. She's a what, petty there's Betty. There's literally nothing wrong with being petty. I'm petty all the time. And Eleven you love it. is petty.com. Eleven is petty.com. Max did nothing except move to a new school and make a group of new friends. It was also really Eleven poor. Eleven is petty.com. It was also really poor timing that she walked in because he legit, like, Mike hates Max. So there was, like, one moment where he wasn't yelling at her and Eleven <laughs> sees that one moment. Eleven is petty.com. All right. This, this is a good discussion. Okay. <laughs> No, we were talking earlier, and I think other people were too, but we are also trying to stay off Twitter and stuff because we didn't finish it until like yesterday. We saved it for the plane mm-hmm. uh, uh, to Portugal and back so that we could have something to watch. So we did waste some time. But um, Max's older brother, what is Billy. his character's name? Billy? Billy. I was just going to talk about him after Yeah, that. we were talking about how they needed to introduce someone more dislikable than Steve in season one. So you one. liked Steve. So we like Steve. Now we're, now everyone's a fan of Steve. Because he was such a breakout actor in season one, though. Like, yeah, but I... great. But I, I definitely... But now we all like Steve a lot. I... Yeah, and I definitely appreciate... We're like, boo, Nancy doesn't deserve you, Steve. You can do better. Literally, Steve's season this season was... Nancy got drunk and yelled at him at a party, and then he just, like... Lulls around all season, but now he's like he's like the stupid lovable guy. He's like not very bright, but he's also so sweet, and he's taking care of the kids, and he's like sort know, of the hero, and he takes a beating. Think about that storyline. Think about that storyline in a nutshell. My girlfriend gets drunk at a party, tells me she doesn't love me, and then I just sulk for the rest of the season until yeah, I fight like, somebody with a bat. But even in the beginning of and the season... And then I get my ass beat. Yeah, but even in the beginning of the season, that before sucks. any of that happened, in the car when they're talking about college, and he he's just kind of like... He's like a dud. You know that that relationship isn't going anywhere. And you knew it at the end of season one. All I'm saying is that it's funny to think about that that's his entire season. Yeah. (laughs) And he got his ass beat. (laughs) That's what I said. Yeah. But he also did whoop some Demodoc. True, but his storyline is, my girlfriend gets drunk at a party, tells me she doesn't love me, I sulk around, I get my ass beat, and then I take uh, this other little middle school into a prom. He also gets, like, super, which you know next season that's going to happen with Billy. Like, they're going to make Billy likable somehow because he's already on his way there. And we don't even know his backstory. True. I mean, I that whoever plays that character is a fantastic actor. Oh, my God. I was was saying that the other day. I was like, I fucking love this guy. He's a great actor. He's a great character. He's a great person to hate. Um, but I agree with you because he, he's so like that role is really enjoyable, even though they laid it on a little thick. Yeah. The smoking it's while he's kinda, working out. It's, it's a little much for heavy. high school. Um, <laughs> yeah, they laid it on a little bit thick, but, uh, GQ posted his, uh, um, audition tape for that role. Really? And I watched it and he's fucking good. Yeah. He's great. He's good. He's fun to watch. And that whole backstory with the abusive dad and the 
the stepmom and then the mom in California. Ooh, yeah, and he's hitting on fucking Nancy's mom or whoever's mom. That was fun. I love like, that. Ooh, this is fucking gross. It's not, I know. I, I love that. That was a good plot moment. I like that. Yeah, nasty. And then he gets in his car and he's like, all in today's work. Like, he's really not even into it at all. He's just like being a fucking skis ball. Yeah, I it's love gross. it. It's perfect. It it's was great. gross. It was great. It's fine. No, I know. It's great. Um, Obviously, Max is going to be more and more like welcomed into the crew. I just want to know what's going to happen to Billy. And I'm curious about their their backstory. Um, another question. Did Dart intentionally save Dustin in the tunnel at the end? No, Dart's stupid and likes nougat. <laughs> when he goes, I'm sorry, you ate my cat. You ate my cat. <laughs> Julian, we were on the plane when we watched that. And Julian oh, was like so scream funny. laughing. You were like scream laughing. Just because I, I, I blank it on that kid's name. Um, Dustin? Yeah, no, his his the actor. But is the same Dustin in the I'm just Yeah, I'm Dustin is the name lag. of the character, but he is that dude is he such is a good actor. So he talented. Is so funny. And when he when he the little under the breath comments he does and the kind of ad libby things that yeah. it's like that gets me like crazy. So when he's, he's like out of breath, really he fantastic. shuts the gate and he locks the Darn, he's like, I'm sorry. He had so you many great moments this season. Amazing. Even when he's talking to his mom, he's like, you're going to go find her, yeah. and I'm going to stay here just in case they call. I, I love you. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, he's really talented. <coughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know if I want to believe that Dart saved him. I think he, Dart... Fuck no. Well, think, Dart likes nougat. I think Dart maybe recognized the smell and was like, I'd rather just like eat nougat and go be with my friends. Plus, like at that point, the, the shadow monster was already in fucking trouble, so Dart had no business being aggressive anymore, right? It was like, they're, they're on the verge of fleeing anyway. Yeah, I will be interested to see in season three, though. Remember when they were in the tunnel and that big, like, valve sneezed all over Dustin's yeah, face? Yeah, that, and on, on Hopper, too. Sneezed on Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. What is I'd that going to do? I'd be interested to see if that does anything. I don't think it'll do as like what what it did to Will, but you never know. Speaking of Will, do you think Will has finally rid his connection to the Upside Down with that little exorcism they performed? I say no, and I was Julian was laughing really hard because during one of those scenes where he's like tied to a bed and like all this shit keeps happening, I literally was like, oh, "Poor Will, man, he's going to be so far behind in school." Like he's <laughs> so, so fucked. Like. Yeah. I would I would be cool if they for the next season. Oh shit! Sorry, my mom's trying to Facetime me. Not now. You should Facetime her on the podcast. <laughs> I would be like totally cool if Will just got to be another character next season. Like for fuck's sake! Like not make it about can Will. Yeah, can he yeah. not get tortured for one season? Yeah, man. God, he's like so adorable and a great actor. Like, can he pretend to be happy? Yeah, for, and give for Winona a, a rest. <laughs> My God, she's been acting for her heart out for sake. two fucking seasons. She's been crying and worried and chain smoking and fucking all oh, man. I would not be upset if they deviated from that storyline yeah. and let him just like. Be one of the one of the crew for a little while. Yeah, like even just the the stuff when you notice like all the actors get to act in all these scenes together, and Will's always just huddled in some blanket with Winona Ryder for fuck's sake. Yeah, he's like the kid who's always sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they will give that that a rest because they don't want to overdo that next season. I'm, I'm excited to see like what what the connection becomes. Yeah. Though. Well, I mean, even if he still has a connection, I, I feel like I'd be more satisfied seeing him. 
not be like completely away from the rest of the cast because of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, because like we don't even really know how how he interacts that like that much with his. Yeah, friends. we saw him go trick or treating for five seconds until he got knocked on his ass and went upside down. So. Yeah, and like in the first season, you barely saw him interact at all because he was stuck the whole time. Yeah, we barely knew him. Um, all right, last question: Is there? Do you think there's a way to destroy the upside down, like completely? Yeah. Like how? How would you say that's possible? Mm, probably just love. Good. You yeah. you have to go down there. You have to put a bathroom mirror on the wall. You have to turn around three times, and then eleven and what's his face kiss in the mirror and say, Mike. uh, um, they say stop it, stop it, stop it three times. Barbara Streisand appears. She sings a beautiful song and then dedicates it, it to Barb. <laughs> I am serious. On a more serious note, what do you think the point of that last shot was? What was the last shot? Where it's the school dance and then it turns the camera upside down and then there's this shadow monster above the school in the upside down. What do you think the point of that was? I think the point of it was the gate's closed, but it's still there. Yeah, I agree. And that it's all real time. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly what I was going to say. The gate's been shut, but it's still all right there. Yeah, so I have a question because I, I'm a little bit rusty on my season one but basically the creation of Eleven and her telekinesis and all of that was what opened up the portal in the first place correct I think yeah so if they've introduced the premise of I mean chicken or the egg right like I don't I don't know I thought that was the like Eleven woke up and she was like I opened the gate I Mm, did this maybe okay with her like mind it like ripped a tear in the fold or whatever fair enough yeah so with them introducing eight yeah. We have to presume, maybe in theory, that there was someone that came after her. So if Eleven opened this portal, if there was another person that they were doing experiments with, could there have been, maybe in another place around the world or somewhere else? That's what I don't want. Could there have been some other type of force that was created or some other entity that was created? That in a could, different upside down somewhere in else. In some, some way interact with I this just, current upside down that could then defeat it. I desperately hope that they don't go too crazy with expansion in terms of like different of supernatural stuff. Well, yeah, and like different different subjects like number five, number seven. Like I don't want this to become like the they this whole group of like gifted test subjects who are now like r- realizing their and I'm fine with the side story of them getting revenge on the people who fucked them earlier or whatever. But yeah, I think it'd be cool to see like what maybe other upside downs could look like or other locations related to the upside down could look like and how they would interact with the Hawkins upside down. I just don't want it to become this like worldwide like yeah. now there's someone in Japan who has a tattoo of number two on their arm and they're like, well, I can throw cars at people or whatever. <laughs> you know, like I, I, don't, I just don't want it to become that. But You don't want it to be X-Men. Yeah, I don't want it to be X-Men. We don't want at least 11 X-Men. I'm fine with eight, 11 and maybe like one more. Yeah. Give me like two. Honestly, I would be cool if they... And have him be like a ginger. <laughs> no, we already have a ginger. We have Max. No, like a little ginger boy. A Marlin? Like a Marlin. I would be cool if they just hear me out. Oh, God. <laughs> Drop the storyline of the Upside Down all together, and it was just a show of them being their age. I would watch it. I would watch the fuck out of that. What if they did that next season? They were like, Stranger Things 3, and then it was just like normal and nothing happened. But they still played the music, and it was like, and then it's just all them going to class and hanging out. I'd be cool with that. I would too. For sure, dude. But if you're going to go that route, 
I need like 15 seasons, <laughs> right? If you're going to go we that gotta route, watch them grow go that up route. Then. Basically make it Big Brother in Hoggins. Like I just want to like see them live. Like Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. No, just make it last forever. It's basically it's, Hillary Duff. But it's such a good – all the characters are so well developed. It's such a good story and like I, I, that's how good it is. I would watch that. Yeah, like that last scene with them at the school dance or whatever, which <sighs> by the way – perpetuates this fucking level of disappointment. Every time you see a, a school dance on TV or in a television show or in a movie, where did they get the budget to decorate the gymnasium like that? It wasn't even that nice. For fuck's sake. No, it was. There was like stuff draped from the ceiling. It wasn't just like some balloons and a table with punch and like your gym teacher is a chaperone. There was like lights and drapes. Like it would cost you a fortune to decorate that room like that. It was okay. insane. If we're, if we're splitting hairs on realism, I'm going Going for the fucking party scene when people are doing keg stands in the tenth grade. That didn't happen ever. Oh, true, <laughs> true, very true. In my opinion, the the school dance was appropriately decorated. I've seen school dances like that. What? I mean, it wasn't even that nice. What? It really wasn't even that nice. I I didn't think it was off at all. Oh my god, my school dances did not look like that ever. I mean, ever, 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 maybe ever. for a small town as they portray Hawkins to be, it's a little inaccurate. But yeah, I don't think it's over. The, I don't think it's over the top. Well, I think a high schooler doing mm-hmm. curls in his living room while he smokes a cigarette at the same time is more inaccurate than the school dance. Considering that where it, the show appears to be portrayed looks like relatively rural, are you kidding me with the budget for that gymnasium? What do you, th- what do you think is so are expensive about that me? school dance? What's Just so hard about lights? putting a ladder up and getting lights and, and streamers from the ceiling? The light. On that scale is way too much. Like your scale, your tiny little fine, gym. Fine, fine. Then, then you can't just be eleven and show up at our school dance. It's gonna be ten dollars a head. I'm sure she paid. No, she didn't. And they, what is she a fucking student now? What are you allowed in school? That everybody have, knows what's going on. You can have on? a date to the dance that doesn't go to the school. No, you, not not middle school. <laughs> Maybe not middle school. Okay. Maybe high school only. Yeah, because that's like a... Wait, are in, they in high school, though? No! Yeah, I think I think they are. Oh, are they? I think they're in high school. Will's in high school? They go... They, what, what grade is that ninth, child in? Probably ninth. Ninth? They, they stop yelling. Julian. They, they go to this. They go to the same school as Steve and them, don't they? Do they not? It could be a middle high school. No, it's a high, it's a high school. It's they're, a middle high Will, school. Will's in ninth grade. He's... Middle high school. Oh, my God. It's not, it, that's not even an argument. It could be middle high school or it could be high school. I'm not. Okay, arguing. again, going with the fact that where they look like the show was portrayed in some semi rural place in Indiana or whatever the fuck, I can't really tell. They probably have a middle high school. Like everybody goes to school like that. Still, that doesn't give me any, that's no, there's no. You're point. telling me those kids are in high school. I think, I personally think all of the kids in the little rat pack, like Will, Mike, <sighs> Dustin, I think they're ninth graders. They're ninth graders? I think they're ninth graders. I don't ninth think that's graders. ridiculous. Ninth graders. Have you gone to a high school and seen high schoolers now? They look so young. It's ridiculous. When you were there, everyone looked so old. And I was like, well, there's like grown ass men in 12th grade. Now it looks like like my stepbrother. Like when he first got into high school, he was tiny. I was like, there's no way you're a high schooler. But he, he was. It's like when you leave, everyone's, uh, am I the only one? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Years after you finish high school, you go back and you look and you're like, wow, high schoolers look so much younger than they did when I was there. That's a thing. Well, yeah, because you're an adult Yeah, now. but that's a thing. I, that's a thing. I don't think they're in high school. I think that they're in middle school. I think that they're in like seventh or eighth What grade. do you guys think? Is And also, is there evidence to refute Jenna's claim or my claim? Are they in high school or are they not? I think they're in high school. I think Ninth everyone, grade? I think everyone except for... I did not go trick-or-treating in ninth grade. <sighs> Yeah, I did. 
I fucking went trick or treating. Julian, <laughs> what? You're a shit. No, I'm not. You're like I was those in costume. shits that came to our house and dabbed on us and said Team Ten. I'm not like them. Yes, you are. Why? Because you went trick or treating when you were in ninth grade. Would you rather me have been go get, going to get drunk at parties? No, you don't have to get drunk at parties, but at least you have friends hanging out with or like watch scary movies with. Or get free fucking candy. Oh my god. We dressed up. We weren't abusing the system. And at ninth grader is not a full grown adult. You're basically a middle schooler. <coughs> don't cough into the mic. Oh. Eleven is petty.com. Okay. Well, there you have it. Anyway. Eleven is a petty ass. Overall, I love com. the season. I can't fucking wait for season three, but I know it's gonna be another year, regardless. Well done. Stranger Things. Let us know what you think in the comments to any of the discussion questions we hit and if we're wrong and how wrong we are. But maybe you don't be hard on us because we're sorry. And don't forget. I'm sorry. 11 is petty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. His name is Jeff. I'm sorry. Uh, Thank you guys for hanging out for another episode. We'll see you guys next week back here in our little dungeon. And we'll be less jet lagged. Less jet lagged. All right. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.